Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy, AK, coming to you live with my co-host. Frank, what's up, everybody? Glad to be here yet again. We are hitting off the first episode of My Community, My Home. Excellent. Are you excited? Super excited. And we are interviewing none other than Sylvie Champagne, a.k.a. my awesome mom. So I uh, just wanted to do a little bit of an intro uh, regarding Sylvie. So uh, Sylvie has been in urban planning and architecture for for around 30 years now, 25 to 30 years. She has her bachelor's from Université du Québec à Montréal in urban planning and a double master's from McGill. So she's been uh, developing Montreal uh, for a while now. And, you know, you've been collaborating with developers and contractors uh, essentially all your career and that's what makes you a local community hero because you've helped so many different neighborhoods uh, bus in with creativity and you know buildings left and right and you, you know you legitimize all that and I think that's really cool which is why I wanted to see you for our first guest so we're gonna hit it off um, Equacy uh, how about uh, we talk a little bit about that first question excellent I think there's a great segue uh, and we start right away as uh, so again thank you very much for joining us for our Thank first uh, podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are uh, as a person. Maybe people don't know about you. And if you can tell us a little bit about who you are. I'm uh, basically somebody that's worked in urban planning and development for the last 30 years for the city of Montreal. I've always had a major interest and a major passion for architecture, development, communities, and also helping people. What I do is, uh, for the city of Montreal, I am a chief of division of urban planning for the city of La Salle. I've had uh, five other boroughs, Ville-Marie, Côte-des-Neiges, Ansic, Plateau, and uh, basically I've, lear- I've worked on all sorts of projects. I've worked on a lot of uh, residential development, industrial development, commercial, and also a cultural development. Excellent. That's amazing. And so you've worked in five boroughs and there are 19 in the city of Montreal. So that's really something, you know, you've been personally working with different communities across Montreal that count almost a fourth of the different boroughs. So that's amazing. Excellent. Very, very impressive. And and uh, talking about the same thing in, in segwaying within the community, could you tell us a little bit about the community you grew up in and how that shaped you to who you are today? Yes, it was a small community. It was a small community in Laval. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody there knew everybody. And uh, when you went uh, back to school, you bought your shoes at the local shoe. Uh, When you bought your your school, school provisions, you would go to a little store that was... And everybody knew everybody. So basically... um, as I grew up, I was very lucky. I was uh, involved in swimming and uh, in the community with everything that involves uh, swimming lessons, etc., etc., taking care of the local pool, etc. So it was basically that sense of local community, which my family always have very, very much um, had an implication so in, in the community. Yes, because wow. my parents were very, very implicated with uh, the community 
uh, helping that people were, that were uh, that had problems uh, to uh, to have uh, access to food, access to uh, to uh, like some of the services provided. Yes, in the, so yes. you were really really helping and volunteering as well, like at a yes, tender yes. age. Yes, with with uh, with my family, we used to do uh, Christmas baskets, uh, all sorts of different uh, with our church. We were very involved with our church, so okay. we always were quite involved in community. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, how you've come up in terms of uh, architectural uh, work, obviously this is embodied in you uh, in terms of working in the community and everything that uh, uh, you've been doing. Uh, so it's it's really, really great uh, to hear that you're very, very implicated in the community. Uh, what do you think, Frank? Uh, I think it's it's amazing and it's always been an, an example in my life to 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 want to you know support local communities because I knew that you did that and you did that actively in your work you know uh, you could have gone the private route but you decided to go the public route because of your love for community and that that drives me to uh, one of the questions that we have here uh, which is what does the word community mean to you um, it, it can mean a lot to different people for some people it is a group of individuals uh, for some people it's people that segregate around a cause so what does the word community mean for you at the moment. Well, a community for me has different meanings. It's it's a, a, a it's always a group of people that uh, have um, have a a a like a wish to accomplish something towards something. Uh, it can be a community like uh, where I am working at the moment in La Salle. It's a very very close community. Everybody knows everybody, yeah. and this is the first time I've ever worked in a borough where everybody knew uh, knows everybody, and uh, it's quite an enlightening because uh, people help each other. Uh, if ever I was stuck with my car in La Salle, anybody would help me. Wow. But if I was stuck somewhere else in Montreal, I'm not sure it would be the case. So this. Mm -hmm. It has two. It has big difference, two. Eh? It's yeah. a big difference, and then at the same time, when you go to get uh, your lunch, and you are responsible to, with permits, they well, will ask you, "How come I don't have my permit for my?" <laughs> so basically, a community uh, to me is right. people that work together that's towards uh, towards a cause. So either they will live in the same area, or either they work towards a certain cause to helping people. Or um, I'm part of a community of boat people because I love sailboats, sure. and uh, basically I I I. I, I for me, I'm in that community because I love I love sailboats. That's it. So uh, and uh, I also love architecture, and I love as a woman. Uh, there is a, a group I'm a member of recently that is called La Gouvernance au Féminin, okay. which is a, a group that involves women that have leadership that want to make a difference in the world okay. and uh, I think uh, this is very important to me that as a woman and I have a daughter I want her to take the place she she is allowed to take That's in the it. community That's it. That's so it. for me uh, being uh, being part of a community is recognizing everybody even with their differences towards the same cause wow interesting well wow. this this I think we have the best uh, personnel uh, for for the first podcast here uh, again we're speaking with Sylvie and it's it's unbelievable the amount of experience she has in the community it's actually very enlightening and and going on the same tangent can you tell us for example what is the biggest uh, lesson you learned uh, working within the community what what are some of the things that you could say this what is what made for example Laval what that is 
you know, people coming together. What exactly are they doing that is bringing them that very close together, getting them to know their neighbors and working to, towards a common goal? Yes, they have a whole, the people that, uh, if I take the example of La Salle or Saint Lambert, where we grew up, where well, Frank grew up grew for, up, uh, for so a long, yeah, for a long time, everybody knows everybody and everybody helps everybody. Yeah, and uh, there is no difference uh, whether you are uh, less fortunate or you are more fortunate because they have an history of their family together also. And anybody that arrives there is well included and supported. So I like the values that are involved in that. But at the same time, you can have a big sense of community when you have uh, a common goal. So there's all sorts of different, uh, different communities. What I've learned the most is that you have to have the same set of values. Right, so. Usually, uh, if you have the same set of values, you will be able to go towards it. The same goal. If you have a set of values that are completely different, different. Uh, then it, it's not easy to. Uh, you you can be different, but you know, a sense of value of the same things very can help important. you very much. And I think uh, what is the best thing about a community? It's everybody, like I said, helps one another, yep. and uh, you don't judge anybody. You That's just. It help everybody and you are less stressed That's because it. you know That's you it. have help uh, I have a friend uh, that used to live uh, far away from Montreal okay. and when I went there uh, he always t said to me don't lock the, the don't Door. lock your car That's it. That's don't it. lock your car don't lock the house it's not needed it's nobody will steal from you here because there was a sense of community wow. and the uh, for me, it's kind of a way to have a security. And also, uh, recently, uh, I am with uh, a wonderful man who is eventually going to be my husband. Ooh, and we are living, And we are living in an area where he grew up. Okay. And uh, he shows me all sorts of things in that community, and it's quite interesting. Wow. Oh, awesome. Wow. And it's so great to see you speak about community, you know? Like, as you start speaking about community and you start speaking about yourself and your experience with all those things, you can sort of feel your personality come out and you light up and it lighten the load. It really, It's really awesome. So, you know, we segregate around values and, and we essentially want to help everybody. But at the same time, there are community leaders that are in charge of entire communities communities right mm -hmm. so there are people that you establish as being community leaders and there are yes. people who you establish as being like sort of the people that keep the community running you know uh, so how do those two things differ and, and what do you look for in a community leader what defines a community leader well community leader is somebody that doesn't put themselves in front of everybody just to have a just to show that they are a community leader. A community leader is somebody that will be a natural leader. That is like sort of put together by uh, by by the people. Okay. Uh, I have in my mind uh, Dr. Julien, okay. which is a which is a person that is 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 a doctor that helps young children. And he became like somebody that's an example, but it was never is goal so okay. i believe that a lot of and some people that are leaders like our mayor mm -hmm. manon barbe is a real community leader because she loves the she loves this the city she loves the community and she belongs to that community oh, there so there's different kinds of leaders 
but a community leader will bring others, will reset, will bring people together towards a goal. Okay. You know, it's somebody that has a strategic vision, somebody that has a sense of analysis, somebody that goes in front, somebody that brings people together, that organizes things. Uh, for me, a community leader has to have a, a Selfless have, uh, act. Selfless act and certain That's leadership. That's that it. is that is for sure. You need to have leadership as a community leader, and you need to have the good values. Right. Why you are doing it is for the right reasons. Sure. Perfect. That's for me. That's essential in a community mm-hmm. leader, and you want other people to feel better, to be better, to look better, to have a better conditions of living, and you just want to improve people but a community leader is really really somebody that uh, that is that uh, that has leadership that's it i mean it, it, this is this is very 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 uh, enlightening i mean i mean you you're talking and i'm listening and and the first thing that came to mind was as an architect that that you you design the city the beautiful montreal boroughs that we live in it's i mean Thanks to you and uh, your, your genius uh, in terms of putting everything together. But sometimes there's communities that, you know, you have some initiatives that you yes. want to develop. And sometimes people think it's just easy for architects to just come up with plans. Obviously, there's a lot of consultation within communities. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you can tell right away the communities that come together, that depend on each other, that are very free-spirited. Yes. They tend to have a lot of development going on. Yes. So my question to you is, let's say you have, you know, runners through very quickly like you have a project that you want to you know do in a particular community how is the community in itself very important in the outcome of the project that you're going to uh, establish that's what we call l'acceptabilité sociale if a project is negotiated and it is not accepted by the people of the area it cannot go through That is one of the procedures that is included in the Loi sur l'aménagement et l'urbanisme. When you have a a changing of zoning to authorize a certain project, people around that area have the right to stop the project because they are not in accord with that project. And the social acceptability has become a first criteria of any project. So now there's a big change in urban planning. Because before a developer could do a project and push it through and everything went well, just have a small public consultation and that was okay. But now it's not the same anymore. Mm. People are with social medias, people are more more aware, people have more information, and the younger generation is much, much more demanding. They want to have a word to <laughs> <Very> say. <loud. laughs> definitely, most definitely are. They want to have a word to say. They even want to make your project their project. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And, and, and so we're talking about connecting different communities here, and this segues perfectly into my question because, you know, through technology, We've never we've never been more connected, so to speak, through our devices. You mm-hmm. can talk to anybody on the planet. You can look up anything you'd like. But at the same time, we were losing that sense of community. Yes. We're losing that sense of going mm-hmm. to the side of the street, knowing that Norma is my third, you know, third neighbor. I personally, where I live, I've never even met my my uh, mm-hmm. my neighbors. I've said hi, but it used to be a thing where you actually go to your neighbor's house, have yeah. supper with them, mm-hmm. learn to know them. Why don't we have that anymore? And how could we better connect? our communities 
well, I think you can do events within mm. your area to just learn who you who lives around you mm-hmm. and you know uh, have a special interest. You know, just by using your local stores, just by buying your stuff around the area where you live in, you make a difference. And then you get to know people, and people know people, and then your community just, you get involved more and more, you know. And just where we just moved, uh, we just uh, had a first reunion where we were involved in a condo meeting, and the the people are very nice. And now we go uh, in the area, we go and buy our our food in uh, in a local store. We go to the local uh, local cordonnier and pastry shop in front of me, and just a guy at the pastry shop in front of me said, I don't have your number. If I'd have known, I would have called you at 4 o'clock in the morning. This this policeman gave you a ticket. So, basically, you have to have an interest. That's it. Genuine interest. Genuine interest, yes. And, uh, you know, people that work there, that live there, that's their way of earning their life. That's it. So, I think it's important to, uh, to buy local. Oh, it's very, very important to buy local. Excellent. And uh, just to uh, to encourage people That's and it. to have an interest. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just very, very surprised in terms of the, the things that I'm learning. How community plays a major role in, in the way we behave. And sometimes we might live in a home, but we're not necessarily connected uh, no. in that community. Mm-hmm. And, and people think, yeah, well, I, I live in a neighborhood that is very nice and protected. But... What would be your advice? Because the whole purpose of uh, and you know this show is to start educating people to get them out of the confines of their own home, to to become that selfless leader. Some people think, oh well, I'm not a leader. I can't speak in front of people. I can organize people. Mm-hmm. What are some of the you would say some of the little advices you would okay. give? You don't need to be a leader to mm-hmm. initiate a great thing in your community. Well, well I'd say the question you can everybody can ask themselves is do I like it when somebody smiles and says hello to me and how are you do I like it if I like it then he likes it so basically it's it's being open it's asking people how they are it's caring about people and at the same time you know when you have young children you know all about it when they are gonna grow up you're gonna be involved in your community because you're gonna take them to to soccer, to skating, etc., etc., and basically a lot of the sense of community comes along with having young children or whatever. Oh, but it doesn't mean to have to have to be that. Us, we are like over fifty, and we're living in a new community. Mm. But we are buying local. We are going to the pastry shop. And I'm never buying pastries anywhere else now. Oh, wow. Oh, almost not. Wow. I'm going to go to Le Cordonnier. That's where I'm always going to go. I'm going to have my my uh, stuff repaired there. And uh, everybody knows everybody. I got a cake for my birthday, which was last week. And I didn't and get that a piece. That cake was very good. And no, you did not get a piece. Oh, my <laughs> kept it all for myself. My goodness. I kept I, I, it all for myself. He owes me a cake now. He owes me a cake. I'm waiting for my cake in the West Island. <laughs> I, think, I think this is... This this is just very uh, beautiful in terms of the way community brings everybody together. Yes. Uh, what would be your one advice uh, that you know you could leave as the younger generation coming up? You know, we like to always 
put our opinions everywhere. Yes. We hardly <laughs> want to take responsibility for our actions, yes. you know, but we want a lot. And and sometimes wanting a lot means that you have to also give a lot. Mm-hmm. So being an architect, being an urban planner, obviously you've seen the worst, you've seen the good. And and it shows that community comes to those that come together, they're able to advance. What would be your advice for the younger generation that is coming up and saying, first, I want to be an architect. Where do I even start? How do I become like Sylvie? You know? Oh, I don't know if they want to become like me. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, with this morals and the way you're very eloquent in, 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 in the way you speak and your knowledge. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm not an architect, but I have I have a, a degree in architecture. But I'm yes. more of, a, a, of an urban planner and somebody that loves development. Perfect. I would say the first advice I would give to anybody is go after your dreams. Okay. And respect others and respect yourself. Absolutely. And... Basically, uh, somebody that wants to go in that uh, in that field, you have to persevere. You just have to do it. You need to put all your energy to it and just believe in yourself. That's that's the only thing I, I am. And look, that's walk, look it. at the city, walk in a city, yeah. and be part of it. Be part of the yeah. city. You that's know. It. Don't take your car all the time. Take your bike. <laughs> That's and it. Take Ride. your feet. <laughs> there you go. It's very important. Is we went to re- Europe and uh, we went through Barcelona in Segway. Oh wow! Yeah, for four hours. Wow! You never see the city the same way. Is much better than anything else. Is it's that, very is that where you get your inspiration sometimes? Um, well, I mean, yeah, you know, but uh, basically what I do is put people together to uh, do the best project possible. Hey. So I'm very lucky. Wow. Frank, you're, <laughs> luck, you're a lucky that guy. I, am, I First, certainly you're am. You're getting cake, you're not sharing, you have a cool mother. <laughs> huh? You have a cool I mean, mother. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I got to say, I do, have a, I do have a pretty cool mom, and it's great that you came here thank today. You very much. I just wanted to thank you for being our, our first guests. And uh, where we wanted to wrap this up, I think that this was absolutely amazing. Perfect. And, and maybe, uh, you know, Sylvie, maybe we could have a young person listening, and, you know, sometimes young people would like to have, you know, mentors in their life and, and stuff like that and we, we know people will be asking questions uh, how can people reach out to you if ever you know a young uh, girl uh, studying to become an urban planner is there a way that they could seek advice from oh, you oh sure uh, they just have to write me an email okay at my email address and uh, I'll gladly uh, e-a-u-v-i-v-e S-I-R-E-N-A at videotron.ca which is in French Ovive Sirena videotron.ca and uh, I'd be happy to help anybody or if I can uh, I always have time for uh, for uh, mentoring because uh, in my career I have uh, had uh, 15 parrainés professionnels which is uh, people that are from other origin that were want come to Canada to practice in urban planning oh, and right. I, I, they work with me for six months and then also I have over 25 uh, 30 people uh, that work with at different periods during the summer over the years with me so I'm happy to just uh, anybody that wants information I'd be happy about urban planning development architecture I would be glad to help 
Yeah, excellent. You also have uh, LinkedIn that you just uh, created. That's awesome. You can find her at Sylvie Champagne. Uh, yeah, and S Y L V I E space Champagne C H A M P A G N E. Excellent. And ladies and gentlemen, this kind of wraps up our first podcast. But we're not going to leave without saying the signature <laughs> of my community, my home, because we believe at the end of the day, Frank, we, we are, are a product, product of, of our, our own community. community. Thanks Thank for you. swinging by. Thank you.